out the corner of my eyes, I saw this creature, which was uh, over six foot tall, with feathers. It, it just looked like a giant bird, but yet a man. And it was standing with its shoulders, and then it snuck down like this. I just couldn't imagine what I was seeing, and panicked. And when I tried to run, I couldn't. I couldn't. Hey, everyone. This is Mothboy Matt. This is Mothboy Michael. And this is Jacob. Mothboy Jacob. <laughs> and this yeah. is Mothboys, a podcast on cryptids, conspiracies, and the unknown. Unknown. Uh, Nothing, Jake? Jake. No. Well, last time, you, you left you, me hanging in the dry last, last episode. You don't want to contribute wow. at all, Jake? Well, last episode. Last episode, wow. you, you hung me out to dry in my most <laughs> okay. vulnerable moment. That's true, I did. So I was just giving you back. <laughs> I've been... I've been thinking about that all week. I'm really sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Mike should. Mike messaged <laughs> Mike messaged me late yeah. late last night and was like, "I feel really bad about last yeah. last episode." You know, really yep. upset. It's been it's been on my mind. Just okay. Well, so. you know, now you know how it feels. <laughs> Sobbing violently. to be a sad man behind <laughs> <Yeah>. these blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up, boys? Matt, what's what you got going on? Um. Nothing. I've got. Um, I'm currently in the uh, transition of moving to Western New York. Out okay. In, out, in, out in grape grape country. Out in grape country, out there. Right. What, so, what cryptids are out there in grape country? The grape monster. The grape. It's the grape monster. Uh, Welches uh, is out Welches, here. Yes. Uh, the Welch's Great Monster. The Welch's, the infamous <laughs> Welch's Great Monster. Uh, That's cool. What? Why are you moving out there? Uh, a a job, job came came to me, and they sent an offer letter, and it was it's probably the best job I'll ever get in in the world. So I can't can't fuck this up. <laughs> Congratulations, dude. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, super That's stoked. Really cool. Uh, it's a company that. Uh, that makes uh, Franzia wine, makes uh, MD twenty twenty, uh, the MD baby, the, Mad Dog, the drink of Class. true champions. Yes, yeah, that's champions. right. Um, that's cool. Yeah, but uh, moving, moving, moving out this way. I'm super stoked. Now we're gonna have two Western New Yorkers as as moth 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 pe- moth boys. You know, two of the moth boys. Yep. Well, actually, uh, I have some big news. Oh, I, okay. I, I, I planned on telling you I was moving to Erie. Uh, <laughs> no. Closer to you, Matt. Uh, uh, and now you give me this news. So great. You, uh, wow. you great. moved just for me, and I just dropped yeah. this bomb on you. And then you didn't even. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, hopefully Louise. I, hopefully, I get my security deposit back. So it won't. <laughs> so it won't change. Then there'll still be a moth boy in Erie. There'll still be a moth boy yep. in Western. New York, but yeah, um, yeah, that's cool, dude. Nothing else. Super, super stoked on that, and um, and are of course this summer. Ooh, you know, yes. you know, like um, like uh, like hot girl summer. This is hot, hot moth boy summer because we got something hot, hot yes. and spicy coming your way. Yeah. What are you guys up to? Yeah, let's. Yeah, Jake, what are you doing? Let's talk about you for a minute, Jake. Just moving nothing. to Erie. No, okay, nothing. Let's the talk end. about okay. Jake. Continue. That's it. Let's <laughs> talk about Jake, baby. So nothing, that's the answer? Yep. Nothing's the answer. Okay. 
A man wow. of few words. He's got a good life going on up there, yeah, doesn't I he? I do. <laughs> he doesn't have to talk about it. <laughs> it's so good okay. he doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, I, use, I use real therapy now, not this podcast as my therapy. <laughs> good. Thank God. Thank yeah. God you don't use this yeah. as your therapy anymore. Uh, I guess me? Am yeah. I good to go? Wow. Or? Really? No, nobody or what? Man, we're not Am even good skipping, Mike. That's not even a thing anymore. All right, Mike, go for it. I guess okay. it's your turn. Okay. Permission granted or? Yeah. This, right. is, this Thanks, must guys. be weird okay. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm getting I'm getting married next Saturday, so a week. So that's pretty cool, right, guys? Big fucking deal. No, that's great. I'm super, super okay. stoked on that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The I'm getting married next week. I mean, I'm not invited to the wedding, but I'm super stoked for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we were going to invite you, but we thought we just don't want to. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I get it. We You're actually invited bad, we we invited Jake. Boy. We invited Jake, but not Matt. So it's so sorry, Matt. It's honestly I, I'm not going, Matt though. In solidarity, I'm not going. Sick. Yeah, you should have seen actually actually Moth Girl, Moth Girl Bonnie was like, you know what? I don't think I want Matt to be there. Yeah. And I was like, I totally understand. I get it. I'm a bit of a I totally bad get boy. It. I'm a bit of a rebel, you know what I mean? Like, he'd 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 sim- he'd simply ruin the wedding. So I'd simply we ruin can't the have wedding. That. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. But yes, I am I am getting married next Saturday. I'm very excited. Very, very, very excited. Uh so yes, that's big news in my life. I've been working on that for a long time now, obviously. Planning a wedding, doing all the fun stuff like that. So our mask required still. Um I am we're working that out, Jake. We're working that out. Okay. Yeah, whatever we're gonna follow CDC guidelines. Okay. So, yeah. So uh, I I <laughs> I think you're an anti-masker, right? Right, Jake? So. <laughs> but I guess yeah, that- I hate that movie by Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I've been doing, man. I'm excited to do it. I'm excited to do the damn thing next weekend. I'm excited for uh, uh, Cryptid Bash, which is an, an event we just announced for uh, Saturday, August 7th, which is vendors and movies being shown here in Morgantown uh, at Morgantown Art Party. Saturday, August 7th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, so anybody listening, come on out. You know, there's like 30 different vendors at this thing. All what great else? all great people. Um, there's going to be a brewery that's going to show up. Uh, um, Greenbrier Valley Brewing Company is going to be there serving up beers, uh, including their Mothman Black IPA. Delicious stuff. Um, yeah, and just a bunch of killer vendors. I mean, there's going to be Small Town Monsters is going to be there. It's insane. Well, we got we have a bunch of we have a bunch of amazing vendors. Too many to 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 list off. I think Uh-oh. so many. So basically, it's like a cryptid flea market. Yes, it is like a cryptid flea market. So it's not really a party; it's more of a flea market. A oh, flea it's a party. Yes, it's oh. gonna get it's gonna get pretty. There we wild. go. We got the bad boy. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm a bit of a bad boy, so I like to party. You know, it's like. Hi, my is name's it family Matt. friendly? I like to party. Yes, it is family yes, it friendly. Is. It's all ages. Um, it's yep. a free so event. Matt, you're not allowed to be there. <laughs> bad boys, no bad not boys. allowed to be there. No bad we'll, we'll boys. Make a, all families. Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 make a sign that says "No bad boys allowed." Um, yeah, but, but yeah, Saturday, August seventh yeah, at Morgantown Art Party, and I won't be there. Okay. Well. Jake will be there because we've had two people say that there was going to be a riot if Mothboy Jake wasn't there. So, <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but this right, Mothboy's this Mothboy's event is going to be dope. 
Yeah, and Shaq will be there. We are stoked on it. For as sure. dope as this episode, <laughs> it's gonna be better. It's gonna be better than any festival that's ever existed. It's gonna be like the Hell yeah. it's gonna be like fire festival, but for Ooh. cryptids. Okay, set the expectations low. Right, right, right. Yeah, the good stuff. So Blink One Eight Two will be there. Wink, and Shaq. wink, wink. Okay, and cheese slices for everybody. Nice, a nice <laughs> like like a like Not American actually, cheese. Yes. The ones that are cheese product, not actual cheese. <laughs> oh yeah, the the great stuff. Yes, I like that. That's good. All right, Mark, right, what are we, right. who's who's reading today? Yeah, who's reading this episode today, boys? Me, M- Matt. Row, I. You're really pulling. You're pulling your weight around here, Matt. Yeah, I yeah. I I I'm, I I did the Roanoke episode. That was stoked. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people dug on that. Yeah. So what do we what do we got today? Today's episode. Today we cover uh, the abduction of Albert Ostman. Ooh. Albert Einstein. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Albert Einstein, the and smart guy. And it's and it's not an it's not a, a, a one of a, it's not one of them alien abductions. It's a different um, kind. It's a different kind. So okay. And uh, oh oh oh, and I want to say I got a lot of this information from Bigfoot Diaries. Uh. Young man. Young Sheldon. Young, a young Sheldon. <laughs> Sheldon Ostman went prospecting for a gold mine at a Toba Inlet in British Columbia. He had heard that there were several of these old mines and uh, thought it would be a great experience prospecting for gold. Um, he took uh, uh, He took a boat. So he took the boat to British Columbia where he hired a native guide to get him where he wanted to go. Um the native told Albert that there was a man bringing bags of gold into town, bags and bags of gold from that area, until one day he didn't show up. Oh. Folks started to believe, and this was an experienced explorer, this guy. Folks started to believe that a Sasquatch had killed him. Was um, that wait, was that their first is that was that their first thought? Just automatically, not that he just died out in the wilderness or something but it was like yeah. oh yeah sasquatch that was it <laughs> no yeah it was it wasn't from dysentery or anything yeah. it was hey matt can you explain in detail what dysentery is for the listeners <laughs> at home isn't that the oregon trail disease <laughs> uh isn't dysentery like an infection from like from like the bowels being pierced or something yeah from when like... from when sasquatch bites you in the leg and then it gets infected that's what dysentery yeah, is. Yeah. What What is dysentery? If anyone knows what dysentery is, light, write us a letter at mothboyspodcast at gmail.com. Yes, please. Uh, so they automatically were like, "This, this is it." Like, you know, he he got killed by a Sasquatch. And Albert said, uh, at the time, I had never heard of Sasquatch, so I asked what kind of an animal he called a Sasquatch. The guide said that they have hair all over their bodies, but they are not animals. They are hmm. like people, big people living in the mountains. My uncle saw the tracks of one that were two feet long. One old native saw one over eight feet tall. Albert told the native, I didn't believe in your old fables about <laughs> mountain giants. Um, Spits in their so, face. Yeah, I don't believe so, in this. <laughs> wrong thing. Wrong thing to do, buddy. <laughs> So, uh, Albert had made it to his destination. He finally found a permanent campsite, uh, set up there, uh, parted ways with the guide. And, uh, so one night Albert was sleeping 
in his sleeping sack when he was awakened abruptly. Nobody calls it that. (laughs) Nobody calls it sleep. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I imagine this 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 young but old looking dude um, just sleeping in a potato sack. Sleeping sack. You know what I mean? And just like. Yeah, I'm going to go pick up a new sleeping sack down at Walmart tonight. (laughs) So. (laughs) So. So. So, yeah, he was awoken uh, abruptly. He had figured out he was being carried. He had been scooped up and uh, something was carrying him. uh, Something much bigger than him. Yikes. At first he thought it was uh, he was like caught in a landslide or that he was falling. But as he, he became more and more aware of the experience, he realized that he was not dreaming, but very much awake. That's scary, dude. I can't um, imagine. Yeah. Wrapped up tightly in his sleeping bag, it was impossible for no, no, no. Albert to No, no, determine. no. You can't go back and say sleeping bag at this point. Sleeping sack. Yes. I Okay, so I, I figured <laughs> sleeping sack is just too much. No, no, no. No, no, no. Sleeping no. bag. You will not go back on your okay. word. It's a sleeping sack, buddy. Okay. You introduce the word, you stick with it, you freaking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, wrapped up tightly in his sleeping sack, was impossible for Albert to determine what was carrying him. But he could determine this much. He was being carried over the shoulder of a large bipedal creature that seemed to possess superhuman strength. Ooh. Uh, Albert said, my first thought was that it was a rock slide or a snow slide, uh, you know, and um, then he possibly thought it was a horse horseback um but he could feel whatever was carrying him was walking on two feet oh man that's wild yeah uh he said i was in a very uncomfortable position unable to move i was sitting on my feet and one of the boots in the bottom of the bag was crossways with the hobnail i don't know what the fuck a hobnail is yeah um uh the hobnail sole up across my boot, it hurt me terribly, but I could not move. So there was there was a, a hobbit nail sticking into his foot. Is that what it says? There was a hobbit nail sticking, okay. which, which which is just um you know Lord of the Rings. The Lord it's, of the Rings. It's Lord of the Rings talk, Jake. Don't worry about it. Okay, it's Lord of the Rings talk. You don't get it. Um, that's Harry Potter, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a Harry Potter Lord of the Rings reference crossover. Um, oh no, it's the same thing. He's, yeah, yeah, it's the same universe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Harry Potter and okay, Frodo good. are actually people. I get you. <laughs> See, I'm learning. You. I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> so, too afraid to move. Uh, Albert didn't like. He he was just uh, shocked and just really couldn't even try and move. It was it was a very tight sack. He was able to breathe through a <laughs> hole in the top of the bag, uh, but. Um, it was several hours he was being carried. Uh, he was dropped to the ground suddenly, uh, and he could hear incoherent chatter, but couldn't make out what was being said, if anything. But he was still kind of in a daze where he wasn't quite understanding what was happening. Um, and he, he hid in the sack until daylight. Um, and then the, the next day, uh, so wait, Albert so wait, whatever, whatever, whatever picked him up and carried him for several hours, just mm-hmm. totally just forgot about him. No, 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 no. It, he, 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 it was dropped on the ground. He was dropped on the ground inside this cave, but 
uh, they didn't drag him out or anything. He just kind of cowered in the bag um, oh, okay. until daylight. Jeez. Uh, so the next me day, every he, night, me every night. <laughs> yeah, Jake every night. <laughs> Jake in his sleeping sack. Yeah. Well, isn't that like a term? Hit the sack. I gotta go hit the sack. Yeah. Hit the yeah. sack. Yeah. So that's probably yeah. It makes sense now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Albert uh-huh. Osman started that that saying. Yeah. Um, so it makes so sense. The next to me. Day, <laughs> So next day, Albert found himself in an area that was surrounded by cliffs. Uh, he was in a cave. Uh, he then saw a family of giant, hairy critters, four of them. There was a like a mother, father, and then sibling dynamic going on. And uh, he called uh, the the father or the father figure a um, the old man. And then the mother figure was he called them her the 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 old woman. And then there's the two children. What are the children's names? Uh, I think it's 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 Jimmy and Jane. It's I think those uh, are the names. Jim he called he called he called them Jimmy Jane or Thing One Thing Two. Oh yeah, Thing uh, One Thing Two. That's um, it. But he said that the old man Please! was <laughs> <laughs> the old man was over eight feet tall. And probably weighed um, about 800 pounds. He judged the Holy old lady moly. to be slightly smaller at seven feet tall and 600 pounds. Okay, uh, I have a stop, stop. Sure, sure, yeah. Okay, so if I looked at something, all these mm-hmm. people and all these old stories, they can just, are they all like just like carnies? Because they know the weight <laughs> of a person just by looking at it. They know the weight of the thing. I wouldn't be able to tell what, let's say, a 400 and 800 pound difference. Like, how did all these people and all these old-fashioned stories know the exact weight just by looking at something? Well, Jake, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta realize no one went to school. Everyone went to to the carnival. They actually grew up at. They went to carny school. No one went yeah. to just public education or even private. So when, it was all so, carny. So, Jake, when you were learning about mathematics, he was learning how to guess people's weight. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how to groom what, the 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 dog the dog boy's uh, hair? Be, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. One time when I was a kid, I went to the carnival, uh, the Chautauqua County Fair, and they guessed my weight. And if they didn't guess it right, I got a prize. And they guessed it right. And not only did I not get a stuffed animal, but the carny also said over his microphone, "Oh, it looks like we got a fatty here." No. <laughs> Yo, what? Wait. Okay, now I understand your hatred for carnies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, when I was a kid, him. you know. And then the thing is, I didn't even get the stuffed animal that I wanted. It was it was a Space Jam. <laughs> it was um not whatever the um the, the female uh Lola Bunny, Bunny was. It was a Lola Bunny stuffed animal. So and to, I didn't get it because I was fat. To add insult to injury, he was just like, "I'm gonna call this kid fat over the yeah, loudspeaker." Yeah, <laughs> he thought. Car- they always yell at me. Carney's always yelling at me when I was a kid. Carney's are always guy, yelling. He called me fat, maybe thinking to draw other people in. Fortunately, no one else was there other than my parents, so they called me fat. Did they laugh? Oh, fucking Carney. Oh yeah, they thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Damn. In hindsight, if, if I saw that happen to like a, a chubby little kid, I'd probably laugh. Oh god. <laughs> so, but basically. I don't trust any old-fashioned people because they remind me of carnies when they can guess weight exactly. Yeah. They feel like carnies. They smell like carnies. Yeah. So, 
Albert said said to the 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 these uh, the old man and the old woman, "What you fellas want with me?" And <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you fellas want from me? Talks like a carny. <laughs> I think, uh, uh, and then they they only they only just did some like chatter towards each other. Um, what did the chatter sound like, Matt? It's like it's probably like. Wow, that's good, dude. Yeah, great. Yeah. That's master impressionist. Yes. Back in action. Thank you. <laughs> Namaste. So, which is an amazing thing in itself, right? Because if this story is true, that means that big feats have a language. Uh, like a a primitive language, but a language, nonetheless. Um, right. Or maybe maybe our language is the primitive language. Ooh, that's a thought. And theirs is just so advanced right. we can't understand it. Right. Yep. Right. That's all I have to say. Okay, I like that. Um. So uh. So he said that he had his compass around his neck. He had um. Um, his prospecting glass, uh, for starting fires or whatever. Uh, and he had a bunch of his scoop all with him. Uh, so the, he noticed, uh, that the old man was very large and menacing. And Albert seemed to understand that if he panicked, um, it could result in him taking a severe beating, um, from this creature. He was able to gauge his surroundings Oof. and figured out that he would bide his time and uh, until he had a plan to escape. Uh, so he was just going to be chill with them and kind of play into them, whatever they were doing. Um, he wasn't tied down. Uh, he had the freedom to rouse through his belongings at will. Uh, so he ate, his, he ate his food for the next few days. Um, so he was just chilling with these things. Yeah, and he was just chilling with these things. Um, so the children like to come over and kind of play with his stuff, play with his snuff box, right? Snuff is the chew, right? Yeah. That sounds that sounds inappropriate. It sounds inappropriate, <laughs> but I think snuff is the correct term, right? Or chewing tobacco? Yeah. Yeah. For chewing tobacco, well, yeah, kid, yeah. Kids shouldn't be playing with chewing tobacco. Right. Yeah, I agree right. with they that. They were kind of messing yeah. with the can. That's inappropriate. Playing kick the can with each other, whatever, you know? Um and uh, and then one of the, and then one of them fell off the side of the cliff, right? Because, that of, the story? <laughs> because of the all because of tobacco, tobacco kills. Yep. That's what happens. That's what happens, kids. Listen to yep. me. You'll fall off a cliff. You try you it. Try it. That's a done. new truth commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Is that still a thing? Definitely. Yeah, I, I think they're more. I think they're more focused on vaping now at this point. Right. 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 But anyway, so if you vape once, you turn into a moth boys listener. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough to get kids to stop smoking. You vape, you vape once, you fall off a cliff. Sorry, that's just gonna. It, it has to happen. But so, so he noticed this. Uh, he noticed this language. He also noticed that the bedding was made was was weaved. So that also means that they know how to use tools or are you know of some. They they know how to. I guess. I wonder. Are, I want. Yeah. I wonder what the thread count was for the the bedding they used. Right. <laughs> the thread. I wonder where they. I wonder if it was like Egyptian. Right. Uh, wool, wool. Wool. Yeah, definitely. I think so. Yeah. But it was just like I think it was just like um, made from like twigs and things like that. Whatever you can weave. You okay. Know? But 
Um, <laughs> the 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 uh, dead bird dead bird bodies dead bird those, bodies those weaved into, into it. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the next, so after witnessing this, uh, everyone just kind of settled in, said their good nights. Um, the next morning, so they were like a they were like a family yeah, at this point. Yeah, then. it was a family. It was a weird weird family, but yeah, a family for sure. The next morning, Albert realized that he only had enough food to make it out of there and back to Toba Inlet. He knew he had to leave, even if it meant shooting his way out. Because he had his gun. <laughs> wow. This has yep. it all. Yep. Ca- Carney man guessing the way to the creature. Killing. Carney man trying to shoot the creature. They're yeah. kids. He's going to shoot the well, kids. Well, there's the old yep. man and the old man. woman, too. Um, well, yeah, but I just assume he's going to go for the weakest one. Right. First. Of course. Of course he would. Because <laughs> he's a scumbag <laughs> Carney who picks on kids. He wasn't sure what direction he would have to travel, but figured that if he went downhill, he would eventually find civilization someplace. He put the rest of his food in his pack and loaded a shell into the barrel of his rifle. Uh, With a deep breath, he started for the opening where the old man stood up and pushed Albert back down onto the ground. It became very apparent that Albert was was not allowed to leave. Albert pointed to the opening and told the old man he wanted to pass through. The old man kept pushing him and said something that Albert would later describe as sounding like Soka Soka. Okay, Soka Soka. Yeah. So he's talking about su- Super Soka Soka. Super Sokas. You know, this, this. <laughs> <laughs> so Albert backed up to about 60 feet. He would need the space he figured if he was going to shoot his way out. Uh, then he remembered <laughs> that he only had six shells and wasn't perfectly sure that the first one would even kill the old man. What it might do, Albert figured, is make the old man extremely angry, and thus wouldn't. Al- what you do? What you do? What you do here is you shoot him directly in the face, right, right in the face, and uh, you take, yeah, you take the eyes out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You're good man, to go. That's fucked up. <laughs> yep, it sure is. Uh, so. He needed to figure out a plan that involved not killing the old man. So his next plan um, was to give the young Bigfoots his snuff box to play with, but left snuff in there this time uh, to see if the old man would take it uh, to distract him. But instead, the old man ate the snuff and got violently fucking ill. Uh <laughs> So this 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 big this this uh, this menacing Bigfoot was just shitting and peeking violently, and uh, um, Albert like dysentery to me. Yeah, it was dysentery. <laughs> you died of dysentery, uh, and that gave Albert um, enough time uh, what he needed to escape. He pointed his loaded gun at the rest of the family to make sure they didn't pull any funny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Funny stuff. What a sick, what a sick man. What a sick man. So, after he um, held the family up at gunpoint, <laughs> he uh, made his way out of the cave, um, went down the mountain from the cave, and eventually came to a settlement where they asked, "Like, hey, buddy, it looks like you went through hell." Like what? What happened here? It looks. It He's looks like, like you've been even living with Bigfoots for a few days. 
It looks like you've been living with Sasquatch for multiple days. He's What's like, going no, on no, there? That wasn't me. Yeah. I promise I didn't do that. Uh, <laughs> and he just denied it because he's like, no one's going to believe me. Right. I don't want to be that guy. Until he got a money offer. Then he's <laughs> probably like, oh, yeah. <laughs> then, it all then happened then like saw this. the monetary gain. Listen, listen. Isn't that why all big footers get into what they're doing is for the money because there is so much money in Bigfoot research. <laughs> uh, but in the you, old days there was there's money in that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah you could sell I, your I, story to the New York Times for a couple nickels. Yeah, exactly. There's there's just so much money and actually it's funny because uh uh John Green his book I think it's called like Sasquatch Apes Among Us or Bigfoot Apes Among Us. Uh, it's called, I think it's called Sasquatch, the ape in me. The ape <laughs> in, in me. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. John Green's book, who was like a prominent, he was into like Bigfoot and he was one of the like OG expedition dudes, um, Bigfoot expedition dudes. But yeah, uh, it was in his book. Um, but Albert didn't say anything until newspapers started coming out like, and people saying like, hey, we're seeing stuff up in the mountains, up in the hills, up in the trees, up on the ground. And um, so that's when he felt like, okay, people are starting to believe this. There's more attention. So he brought it up. And uh, yeah, his story uh, gained a lot of attention. So he waited um, a little while to to tell his story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because then, I, I think, mean, he, plus he didn't really even know that it was like, right? A native person told him that a Bigfoot might kill him, and he's like, I don't know what the. I'm from Scandinavia. I don't know what the fuck Bigfoot is. Um, but see, to me, that makes it seem bunk because he 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 supposedly didn't tell anybody. Because, oh, Bigfoot wasn't a thing. But he literally was told when he was going up the hill, oh, Bigfoot murdered somebody. Right. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I guess maybe maybe that was a native thing then, not a settlement thing. Right. 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 Or, or maybe it okay. was like a failure thing. Like he went to Prospect but couldn't really find anything. So he's like, so he's, he's like, I couldn't find any gold family, but uh, I, I, was, <laughs> I was abducted by Bigfoot. I mean... That's why I couldn't find anything because I was abducted by a Bigfoot. <laughs> and you said this was a first detailed in John Green's book. Yeah. Okay. Did John Green think this was real, or did he think this was bogus? So John Green, he thought that he that he wasn't lying, but there were some things that didn't make sense. Uh, um, okay. Like the uh, the amount of time where he ended up to where the big the bigfoot had carried him and just when he said the bigfoot had carried him it was just a few hours uh it was like like 80 miles they had traveled or something holy shit huh does not so, compute <laughs> so he was just like okay that's like unlikely but he said it was really like the guy seemed you know he was intelligent. He wasn't like, you know, but he was just like, he was an intelligent guy, but, you know, it was just like, 
So uh, he wouldn't listen to Moth didn't Boys. Make sense. He still, I think he issued it. I think he put it in his book <laughs> because there were believable parts, right? Yeah. Okay. So he says there's believable parts, but he's stretching the truth in some aspects. Right. Yeah. Or maybe the dude passed out from fear, so he didn't realize how long he was actually trekking. Right. That's very true, too. Right. And uh, if he's like upside down in a fucking sack, because it slinged over his sack, right? And his feet were like above his head and pushed into him. And it's like, if you're even for, like, honestly, if your head is, if you're upside down just for like fucking 20 minutes, you could pass out because all the blood just pulls into your fucking head. Right. That's true. Yep. So. You know, John Green, suck it. That's all. So I have John to Green say. bought bought some of it, yeah. but we're selling him to suck it because he should have believed all of it. Is yeah, that sorry. what you're saying, sorry, John Green? Um, I Isn't think John Green, the guy dead. who wrote like a Perks of Being a Wallflower and stuff, or not? No, that's <laughs> that was, a, I mean like uh, that's the one he wrote. Uh, he wrote Fault in Our Stars. Isn't us. that John Green? Yeah. I don't know. I think John Green wrote The Fault in Our Star. No, I think he wrote Dear, jo- <laughs> Dear John, I believe. That's Nicholas no, Sparks, I'm bro. I'm pretty sure he, he did the, the Twilight series or the Divergent yes. series. That's okay. Stephanie Myers for Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> you, How dare you come in here and misattribute my uh, YA authors? Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's the, that's the story. What do you guys, what do you guys think? First of all, I think it's fascinating. I think that's a wild, that's one of the most wild Bigfoot stories I think I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm just going to come out and say it that I think, Mothboy Mike, everybody, I think that it's a real story. I think it happened. So I'm going to go with, I think it happened. Um, I don't think, I'd, I'm not sure why he didn't escape a little bit sooner than he did. I'm a little confused about that. Uh, because most people would just out of fear try to get away as soon as possible, but um, I feel like it happened. He was just just blind. Like I don't know if he was what, what he might have been a little dumb. I think. I don't. <laughs> why are you sticking around, bro? Go run. Right. But I don't know. I guess I guess in that in that if you're in that scenario, you I guess wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't know. I I might. I don't know. I just I believe it, but I I don't know why he didn't. Get away faster. Well, I think he was. I think he was just like, okay, I've got six shells. If this thing, this thing is huge, massive. If I shoot it, how do I know that the old woman isn't going to attack? And also, yeah, but, what if I shoot this thing and it just pisses it off? Well, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good thought. But also, why not just in the middle of the night just get up and quietly exit too? Right. Yeah. You know, I. I don't know. He's There's tired. a lot. You know, I don't know. No, I and feel there like you're, was, you're, I'm think, sure there wasn't much sleeping going on for, <laughs> for old Albert. And I Albert. also think, now, I've, I, now, I didn't read anything about this when I was looking, looking up information, but I listened to the Monsteropolis episode, and they were talking about how um, that Albert later down the line thinks that they were trying to hook the little girl Bigfoot up with him to make. Oh, that's wild. That's sick. Wow. That's wild. Wild. If true. Wild. If true. Wild. If true. I think uh, you said I'm coming. You said that was from a Monsteropolis episode. Yeah, that that I I think that aspect of it, because I hadn't heard that. But Mark Matsky is like 
like he knows the history of Bigfoot sightings and he's just he's just a, a an, an encyclopedia of that stuff. So I I trust him. Um, yeah, I mean I've heard that kind of stuff before too. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that's whole. Yeah, usually it's in the erotic fiction yeah. category, it, though, <laughs> not erotic fact. It's horrifying, right. but yeah, I think it's real. So I don't okay. know. What do you think? What do you think, Jake? Fake. Okay. Stupid Fake. Carney was trying to Carney, tried to make a quick buck, and to be honest, I was sort of distracted uh, because they called the Bigfoot old man. And all I could think of was the guy from Pawn Stars, the old dude from Pawn Stars this whole time. So I'm just imagining a Bigfoot with the old man from Pawn Stars face, and I just can't buy it. So fake. Okay, fake. It's fair enough. That's fair enough. Old man. Matt? Um, I'm going to go with real because it's just a fun story, right? It's just like. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it, it's a, it's, I don't know. There's something, there's something about it that's just kind of like, it's the most unusual Bigfoot story encounter that I've ever heard, yeah. honestly. Um, besides, I mean, there's some of the weird stuff that Stan Gordon, uh, you know, uh, records, like he, you know, he's interviewed folks, but like, it's just being kidnapped in a sleeping bag and just like Sle- sack sleeping sack sleeping sack yeah. yeah a sleeping sack and dragged and just like not knowing what these things really are so just just the way he calls him old man and old woman and it, 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 i don't know and the the how he just made the old man violently sick by uh giving him by, snuff giving him snuff okay but here's the thing if you give anybody snuff it's gonna make him sick so maybe he lost maybe this bozo okay i got a new theory <laughs> right maybe albert he got lost ate all his food the only thing he had left was this container of snuff so he ate the snuff himself started violently puking and diarrhea and then he eventually found a settlement but there's a bunch of poop and puke all over him yeah and he's like it wasn't me it was a bigfoot family <laughs> guys listen to this story you'll never yeah. you'll never believe it i gave bigfoot snuff and he puked and pooped all over me <laughs> so matt you think it's real right yeah and i think it's real and jake thinks it's fake Yes. Yeah. All right. The Albert well, Osman story. That is the story of Haley Joel Osman and his Bigfoot encounter. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do we have any reviews or shout outs or anything, nope. boys? Nothing. I have no reviews. I have no shout outs. Wow. Uh, no one can- Well, Stan Gordon, come to Cryptid Bash. Right? Come yeah. on. Come on, dude. I know, you, li- I know you listen to our podcast. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> August 7th. August 7th. August 7th. Cryptid Bash. Be there. Um, 11 to 6. No. Yeah, then, uh, yep, 11 to 6. We also have the 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 Braxy Bazaar, right, coming up? Yep, September 11th. September 11th, Braxy Bazaar. And we and the Moth Boys will be vending at CryptidCon this year, come November. Uh, what about Mothman Festival? You sort of skipped a big one. What's oh, yeah, Mothman Festival? I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. It's like, the, it's like you know, how in uh, Christmas Vacation where they do the drum roll thing? Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to do with with Mothman. But there's okay. CryptidCon. We will be at CryptidCon vending, 
And if you, if you know, uh, we we also have, of course, brrr, Mothman a, Festival, a little thing known as Mothman Festival. September, come hang out with us. We're gonna be. This is this is the Moth Boys year for vending. This the year is of the, the season, Moth Boy, baby. Tis the season. Yeah. Anyways, uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I will be at Mothman Festival. Jake so will be there. Your, you want to get your signed headshots? Yeah. That's the place to go. All right, y'all. That's that's it. That's this episode. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.